0: First in the morning, morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutus. There's been a series of claims over the last few days that a speech delivered by President Soro Ramaphosa, that part of it, was actually created by an artificial intelligence program. The presidency says that sections of the speech were in fact written by the Department of Basic Education. But you may be, find it impossible to know what actually happened in the creation of his speech. Jean Leroux is with the digital, is a digital forensics expert at the DFR lab. Uh, Jean, good morning. I really do appreciate the time this
1: morning. Uh, good morning, Stephen, and thanks for having me on the show.
0: If we look at this piece of text, is it possible to know if it was written by a human being or by artificial intelligence?
1: Well, uh, Stephen, the short answer is actually just a good, plain no. Um, I mean, there's a lot of tools that claim to be able to detect whether you know a piece of text is generated using ChatGPT or any of the other AI tools. Uh, but unfortunately, the accuracy of those tools are highly questionable. Um, the OpenAI, the company that developed ChatGPT, they tried to develop their own tool a few months back and they ended up removing it from their website simply because it was too inaccurate. Uh, you needed to provide it a sample of a thousand words of a piece of text. And even then it was only able to correctly identify AI generated texts one time out of four. It had a 26% true positivity rate, which um, is quite astounding considering this is the company that developed ChatGPT that's only able to detect one in four instances when it was used.
0: So then if it's impossible to know, I mean, I imagine for the moment, people listening to me probably know that I'm me. Well, I think I'm me. Um, but in fact, any text that you look at, I mean, to try and mark a student essay, for example, uh, whether that uh, student be in grade eight, grade six, or actually, you know, in fourth year university, I mean, it suddenly becomes impossible to know what you're dealing with.
1: Yeah, I mean, its it's um, been the subject of quite a number of studies, is the fact that, you know, overseas in particular, Um, a lot of the academia uses these type of tools to determine whether students use ChatGPT, for example, to complete their essays. Um, But there's been also a lot of studies showing that these tools are wildly inaccurate. You know, a lot of students are um, affected by the outcome of these tools. And in in a lot of cases, it's um, in particular non-native English speakers that for some reason get flagged quite extensively by these tools.
0: So then are there gonna be ways to try and sort of You know, get better at this. I mean, will there be artificial intelligence to catch the artificial intelligence?
1: um i think in time there would be tools that become more accurate and more capable of um identifying chat you know or ai generated text um at this stage i think for every dollar that or every ten dollars that spent developing artificial and this particularly generative ai tools only one dollar is spent in developing tools to make them safer and counter the Um, the effects of them. So I don't think we'll see it to the same extent and the same level as the tools that create this. Um, In the meantime, I mean, there's, you know, there's no surefire way to determine whether a piece of text is generated using AI or not.
0: There's so many other elements to all of this. I mean, we're going to see more and more artificial intelligence. We're not going to know sort of what's what. And sometimes I know you can sit down and write a document in uh, maybe the Google word processor and others. And in fact, it tries to predict what you're going to say. So you don't really know even yourself at the end who wrote it and who didn't. Um, It changes your words. Um, It sort of makes predictions, all sorts of things like that. And yet all of that must be coming from human input in the beginning.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's various use cases for these generative AI tools. I mean, a few people that I know use it to do spell checking and grammar checking. If English isn't your first language, then it stands to reason you'd run it through, you know, something like chat GPT or BARD to just make sure that your grammar and your spelling is is correct. Um, it's That's not very, very dissimilar to using something like Grammarly, uh, which is a tool that's also been a- available for quite some time that does exactly the same thing. It's also based off of... Um, a, a, a large language model. Um, all of those things, you know, are tools that you can use to improve the content that you put out. Um, my concern is always when you use these tools to generate new content. If you use a tool like this, you know, to generate a speech, to generate mm-hmm. a homework assignment, because you're no longer, you know, providing it with novel human input. You're no longer using that tool just to get um you know to tidy up your grammar and your language and you know, actually using this large language model to think for you you're basically outsourcing your thought processes
0: Jean thank you very much indeed Jean larue from the digital forensics dfr lab really appreciate the time.